Queens. This is your girl, Jermaine. And this is Jessica. What up? It's a whole nother motherfucking week. <laughs> I can't believe it. Weeks are going by like days and days are going by like hours. Oh my gosh. It's insane. Right? <laughs> I feel like this energy is just like, we talked about it a little bit last episode, but it's just accelerated like so crazy. Even more, because we felt like an acceleration before, right? But this yeah. is like, Jesus Christ. Ten times as much. Like, yes. there's, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll get all into that later. Yeah. And, you know, once we get to the meat of the episode. But, like, yeah, like, it's just this year is going. It's going and it's good. We're anti-meat in a few different ways, ladies. I know. <laughs> right. So many different ways. I, I always got to drop it. something nasty up in there. Hey, you know I don't give a shit. You know I'm the one that's like, eh, do it, do it, do it, right? You know, you know my mind. I feel like that's gonna be like my persona going forward is now like the one with their mind in the gutter. But you're not. I feel like right. I, I like I'm like the sensible gutter one. Like I don't mind talking about sex. I don't mind talking about all kinds of stuff. But I'm like, I think out of the two of us, I'm probably more of a prude than you. It's weird. Yeah, I think, but it's weird. It's like a juxtaposition, you said, right? Yeah. Well, I'm approved for sure because I can, I mean, we already know I'm approved for sure. <laughs> but you're but really not, though. Deep down, no. like when I'm, when I, when I get into the, when I'm actually like mm-hmm. with somebody or dating them or, or in my own mind, I'm definitely not approved. But mm-hmm. when it comes to like publicly being one or I probably, I think, go the longest or have gone the longest without sex, like of, most people that I know, unless you're like Amish or something, which I think they probably have a lot of sex. Okay, maybe. well, what's the longest you've gone without having sex? Years. Um, but what do you have a number? I don't know. I'm gonna say at least two years. I'm gonna say two Ooh. years. Yeah, yeah then definitely you would be a year more and a half than of, me. <laughs> yeah, but and I've done that many times. Like not just oh this one time. No, like it's been huge gaps in between for sure. Yeah, the only time I can really. Yeah, I don't even think I can. No, <laughs> I don't know. But that doesn't mean that I'm a. You know, I. It doesn't mean. But I've also done a lot. I've had a lot of fun in my life. So don't feel too too bad for me. Well, right. We're also <laughs> in our thirties. Well, you're for you're in there for like two more minutes. Two more minutes. I know. Aww. You guys are boo boo. She's turning forty. Can you believe that? This gorgeous, beautiful ass queen is about Mm. to turn fucking 40. What? It's so shocking. I love it though. (laughs) I think like it's sexy to me. Like I don't have a problem with aging, but it's just shocking. I can't believe it. It just, but it gets better from here. I feel like, like the level of like, you can't fuck with Jess is so hard. It's harder than it's ever been. I'm going to tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm yeah. still getting there, but for sure, like, and I've been boxing, bitch. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the Rocky, the Rocky song. Dun, dun. <laughs> I got my, my fists up. <laughs> but are you running up the stairs, though? Nope. Definitely not. I have no stairs. But, right. Oh, yeah. that's because we have wine right now. You can't run and drink wine at the same time. I mean, you can. But that's going to be some sloppy running. <laughs> Real bad. Real bad. Oh, my gosh. So what's been going on with you? Oh, man. You know what? Just like a repositioning of a lot of not really so much me. We talked about this last show because we proactively kind of participate in our growth. Right. But like my family and friends are going through so much. I not mean, me, though. Not me. Right, not you, mm-hmm. but um, just leaving relationships, le- like leaving, you know, I-, I think states of mind behind. Mm. I'm seeing people like supersede things or kind of being dragged, but not in a way that's like harmful to them, but just like, oh, okay, deep down inside, I knew this is where I was supposed to be. So, all right. Yeah. You I know? Mean, and also, like I said last episode, where I was talking about the universe when the universe dragged me because it was like, bitch, get up. Like, 
I know you know you can do this. And I'm like, no, I don't want to. So sometimes the dragging is for your own good. Yeah, yeah. And so it's good to see. I think I'm I'm excited for everybody around me that is going through that because I can see that it's all for everybody's greatest good. So I'm just keeping my emotions out of it and unattached. But I'm having family members move out of state, um, you know, bring in new life into the world mm. um, the unexpectedly. And, yeah. you know, like I said, breakups and separations and all kinds of stuff. But right. um, I had something cool happen, though, oh. which you already know about. Right. I'm share I do. It. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so as you guys know, my birthday is coming up. It's March 11th. Ooh, ooh. I, it's and I'm going to be 40. So I always do something kind of big. I try to. Um, So one of the things I'm doing is I was going to have a boat party and the boat party was a public like thing that they do every, you know, weekend, but you can reserve like the entire deck privately. So I did that, did my due diligence, everything I was supposed to do. Somehow there's a quote unquote glitch and they're unable to um, or they maxed out all of their tickets for the entire boat somehow, even though I already paid this money and, and people already started buying tickets with my link for my birthday. So I'm calm about it though, like completely calm. I knew something was, I knew it was going to be remedied because I knew it was their error. But in the back of my mind, I also kind of felt so, like something else was going to happen that was for my greater good. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, like within 20 minutes of that thought, the, the lady there, the host, emails me and she's like, Hey, we're going to give you a private yacht for the air and you're not going to pay any more money for it. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be, you know, just you and your friends. And it's the yacht that I very first saw that I wanted, but I was like, I don't want to spend, I don't want to go crazy. So going to Spain. So it was crazy. So it was just, I say that because when you hold space for yourself and Mm -hmm. you can remain in the energy of the miracles that you're trying to create or that you know are um, around you and that are possible, then you, you provide a welcome space for those miracles to occur in your life. Right. For me, I could have got triggered. I could have got upset. It's Mm -hmm. my 40th birthday. I don't know what's going on, but there was a calmness that that came over me and and I didn't have, I didn't panic. And so, cause you know, everything is always working out for you. So. Exactly. So that's the whole point of that story. So that was a huge blessing. And so I've been going around saying they're fuck up my bless up. <laughs> <laughs> that and y'all stay tuned for the videos of us twerking our asses all over this fucking boat. Just oh, FYI. They are, not, they are not ready. They're not ready. They're not I'm gonna ready. Have, you know what? I'm going to try to have my phone out the whole time. So y'all going to have to watch the Instagram story next Saturday. Yes. Et cetera. <laughs> yes. Get it. It's going to be lit. I know. I'm so excited. Like it's my Me birthday, too. but it's not even my birthday yet. <laughs> it's coming it's up. Warm. It is coming up. It's coming up. Yeah. So what about you? What's going on? Um, I don't know. Nothing much. I mean, I'm saying nothing much, but I've been like so busy. Like, honestly, mm. it's really crazy. Like when I, I just, it's not crazy, but it's amazing. Like it's exactly what I wanted. And Obviously, that's going to happen when you like are in alignment with yourself. But, you know, going back into work, um, deciding to go back into work after having surgery, like like I said, I think I said this before, I just just wasn't really sure how things were going to go, you know, because obviously being a model working in an industry that's very fickle, you just really never know. There are a lot of times where I go through dry seasons and stuff like that, where I won't work for like a week or two. Um, and so I, you know, have learned to be very good with my money, learned to be very good with my time and all of that stuff, but it's just been extremely consistent, um, like to the point where like, I haven't even really been home. Like this is like the first week that I, I kind of have been home, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Which is good. I can't even be mad at it. So, you know, things are just going and shifting and moving and. Your girl's happy. That's all I can say. Yeah, same. Same. I'm definitely happy. I'm excited. I'm excited for the year. Good, good, um, good stuff just keeps happening. And yeah. I'm, and the, it's like, it warms my heart to see it happen for you. I have no doubt, though, Thanks, with Will. you. Like, there's not one, I've never been like, oh, I wonder, you know, I hope Jermaine's <laughs> getting work. Like, <laughs> 
Um, you know what's funny is I stopped wondering about whether or not I'm going to get work and stuff. Like, I mean, like I said, I kind of just want, like, wor- I kind of worried a little bit, but it wasn't really like a worry. It was just like, hmm, how long is it going to take for me to kind of like click back into work after having surgery? You know what I mean? And like, mm. how am I going to feel? How's my body going to feel? How am I going to react? Am I going to be ready for this? That was more so my worry, not necessarily if it was going to happen. Like, I feel like I haven't necessarily worried about work in terms of actually getting it for, like, a couple years now. Yeah. Because it always happens. And I, like I said, just like with you in the boat, everything's always working out for me. Everything's always working out for you. And that is literally a huge belief that I have within myself, you know? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the whole thing of like, we're two or, or more joined uh, together again. Yes. Right. Because mm-hmm. especially if it's somebody that can, that's capable of holding such a high space, yes. those are the type of people that you want around, not the people that are projecting their own doubt upon you, mm-hmm. but the people that are hold are capable of holding that space, even if they're not as driven as you or in the same way right just they they're able to embody that for you and right and, and you be for in them. your corner just yeah. like energetically or just like in general like speaking life into you like yeah. i think that we kind of talked about this at the end of the year in terms of like the different relationships and letting go and all of that stuff and we definitely talked about that in the very beginning of this year of like oh my gosh let go of this 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 and you even talked about how like a friend, like there was like basically right at the end of the year, just said, like yeah. kind of, it was like deuces, like you got to go. Um, yeah. Like we're in this space, like the end of 2019 was like, okay, cool. If you don't let go of all these people or things in your life that are no longer serving you, then it's only going to do detriment to your life. It's only going to be detrimental, you know, because realistically yeah. speaking, you can't move with things that are weighing you down, you know? And so (laughs) either Mm. you're going to choose to free yourself or to lighten your load, Mm. you know what I mean? Or you just keep getting dragged, like we've been saying. It's it's your choice. We all have the choice. And I'm not saying that you have to be mean or nasty to anyone or anything like that. It's just sometimes realizing that something is no longer for you is really important. And and it doesn't even necessarily have to mean like, it's this big dramatic thing, or maybe it is a big dramatic thing. (laughs) You know what I mean? It just depends on your life and your situation. But I'll say like, say if you were in a relationship, right. And that relationship was like like constantly chaotic. And uh, there was so much like drama and all that stuff. And you're just continuing to stay in a situation like that, that is full of toxicity and problems and it's not healthy. Then it just, I feel like once 2020 hit, any and everything that you thought you were experiencing that was toxic and chaotic and unhealthy, it's like magnified. Yes. Because it's trying to force you to make a very clear cut choice to say, yes, I will do this or no, I will not. (laughs) You know? Yeah. And in regards to, and I feel like Seven Bomar said something like this that came to him too, but in regards to Ascension, if if you're carrying around weight, you're going to have to wait. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you have to make yourself as light as possible. And how do you do that is yeah. facing all of your shadow aspects. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this. I had a really big breakthrough about in terms of race recently mm. um, because I am in an interracial relationship oh, she's um, you guys i love that she's talking more about this and i didn't even have to ask you didn't have to ask because <laughs> i think it's important to to share like okay. especially when you have these breakthroughs but i feel like for me i avoided um kind of dating women that were caucasian because mm-hmm. i felt not only you know is it okay are we too different but it was like okay are you gonna say things that are gonna trigger me and then am i gonna react in a way that is upsetting to you because i'm right. triggered um, and it was just another added thing in a relationship. I was like, logically, because that's me thinking with my 3D mind, though, just my logic, mm. not my heart, not my mm-hmm. soul. Um, I'm logically just like, okay, I don't know if I want to experience that. But what I realized recently is that if you're a light worker or you're a spiritual being, then and you already came to transmute everything, even in your microscopic life, the things that happen to you, everything is coming to the surface, and we're also healing for generations, right? Generational wounds. We're also doing that 
for the collective. So if you are in a relationship like that, don't run from it, like stand in it and allow whatever pain or hurt for both sides to, to allow it to trigger you and to come to the surface so that you can heal it for yourself so that you can ascend, so you can make your load even lighter. And as you do that, you're doing it for your family. That's also been triggered by that. Mm -hmm. And no one's ever really faced it and healed it. Cause a lot of times, even we get in these relationships and we avoid that conversation. Right. And we try to, it's a very important conversation to have. Yeah. Even in friendships, you know, it's like, ah, that's taboo. I don't want to talk about it. These are, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't talk about religion. We don't talk about politics. And I always wanted to do a show called bridging the gap. I don't know if I should have said that on the air, but that bridges the gap of awareness. Um, I already wrote that down, so I'm trying to steal it. <laughs> um, that bridges the gap of awareness between different groups of people. Mm. So if we, if we all continue to say, I don't want to talk about religion, I don't want to talk about race, I don't want to talk about politics, then how do we heal that? So it, it takes light workers to do it. It takes spiritual people that are truly spiritual to be able to do it. If you call yourself spiritual and you're still homophobic, which a lot of these right. people on Instagram and stuff are, you are at literally, like you're reversing your whole life cycle. Like I just think it, that they're still at square one. Like you yeah. think you have an understanding of what spirituality is, but you have to have a total acceptance of everyone and everything. Like even for me, like I don't understand someone that's racist. Like, and I, I get that I think it's a very ugly trait, I don't get it. I don't understand it. But realistically, do I have compassion for you as a human being? Yes. Do I wish death upon you or anything crazy like that? No. Do I want to maybe punch you in the face? Sure. Because I think think that's (laughs) just insane, like how someone could even be racist, homophobic, or any of that stuff anymore. Because realistically, it's all based off of fear, all based off of things that are man-made I'll say in terms of what people have put in terms of language for God yeah you know um obviously there's like the Bible and stuff like that I've already spoken in terms of this I was raised very religious myself you know we studied the Bible because I went to private school so realistically I've studied not just the Bible but religion within itself And so for me, it's very interesting, like when you break things down, even in the terms of what things mean by the word, you know, it, you can't literally say what something is because it was originally spoken in a certain language. And so translating it back now into English, especially like, obviously there's different terms and sayings and slangs and that all existed then too. And so realistically speaking, we don't know what the intent was behind all of that, you know? And so for me, I'm like, yo, you can't speak or put all of that onto God and have that be the forevermore lasting exclamation point type saying that this is God. This is only what God thinks. This is only what God believes. This is God. And if you don't believe that this, then something's wrong with you. I think that that's so putting God in a box, you know? And if we want to talk about God being this almighty, all-knowing being, don't you think (laughs) that God being this almighty, all-knowing being evolves? Right. Right. Yeah, I definitely. And what I when I was a kid, I would be like, well, what was God before language even existed? Right. And before we even existed. Right, exactly. Because we weren't always here. Humans, we weren't always here. We're very new. We're a very new species. So I think people have to, you know. Well, at least in terms of what we think we know in terms of human beings. (laughs) I mean, in terms of time. In terms of time. I mean, there's animals that were here longer than us. There's plants that were here longer than us. But then there were also other civilizations that occurred before our known civilization of the humanness that's in history, et cetera. There's a lot of lost civilizations that a lot of people don't know, but you have to really do your research and digging and things like that. Right. But even before that, you were just the molecule. Yeah. This, like the, before, yeah. The, before there was ever a physical like embodiment, like there's, you know what I'm even saying? We like were like was... swirly beans of light that were just like swirling around before we even had physical forms. And we did we could just like bop around to whatever it is that we wanted to bop around to. Right. But I mean, if you're even just gonna go off of archaeology. Right. 
right alone because sure. because that level of thinking you you just go off archaeology archaeology alone there's birds that existed before humans pterodactyls before yeah there was i mean so look you gotta just i love dinosaurs you gotta do i, <laughs> I mean but you just got me too but you gotta just do you have to think for yourself and if you're not willing to do that right. like I mean, come back for another incarnation later. But if like, I you're gonna, like, I won't be here. But I will I like throw some energy at you from whatever crazy planet that I'm gonna be on, okay. if I'm even on a planet. You know? Yeah, I'm gonna be swirling in the universe. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Soon, we'll be drinking champagne in a marina somewhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's look. I we do um, that now. What are you talking about? I know. I, that's that's what I love. We're literally so drinking wine right now, so it's fine. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, what, I mean, we might as well segue. So, yes. the last show, and we've already been talking about it, is the 2020 shift. Mm-hmm. And this is part two of that show. So, we're talking really what we're, I mean, we've already been talking about it, that the mind is not as sophisticated of an operating system as your soul. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I think that that's what we've ascended from yes. was like our 3D, our physical way of just thinking using our logical senses in our brain, which is why we were able to regurgitate. All we did, like, and all we're learning in school is memorization, right? right? You're not actually learning. So that's that's why that um, that was kind of, I think, uh, our influence or why mm. it was um, projected on us to learn in that capacity because it has you um, kind of restrict yourself and constrict yourself when you really should be, you know what I mean? Like exploring all aspects right, of, and expanding. of your being yeah. and expanding. So if you memorize it, you don't really know it. That's why you don't remember anything from, from I don't school. remember anything yeah. from school, from college, ba- barely. I can't tell you, like, I can tell you a theory, you know what Same. I mean? But you know, what's um, funny is even in that. So I'm not a school person at all whatsoever, personally, but I love to learn. Like I love to read articles whenever I come across something that really sparks my interest. When I tell you the level of like research, like I will go deep and sometimes spirit will wake me up or the universe or God, whatever you want to call it, will wake me up in the middle of the night. And I start thinking about it and I'm on my phone, like in the middle of the night, just like going in. Just because literally I feel like my spirit wants to learn these things or understand these things within my conscious mind. And we've even talked about this in terms of like our subconscious mind. So I was actually going to touch on that in terms of what you said about how we've learned things in the past, you know, like in our mind, our, our, our actual minds are not as powerful as our spirit because they also that's also where you hold a lot of the subconscious stuff. Like, you know, in your subconscious programming, we talked about the subconscious programming of certain things you know it's like we've had a lot of things societally that have been put on us but it doesn't necessarily have to be who it is that you are or what it is that you are or even within our own family structure that have been put on us and those things you can actually break away from you don't have to be that just because it's something that like you know for example it's like people say well we've always done things this way well that doesn't mean you always have to do them that way oh i can't Right. <laughs> Sorry. Me neither. Like, Me neither. I'm like, okay, well, that's, I'm glad you've always done that, but that doesn't mean that I have to do it this way. I'm my own person. I'm allowed to make my own choices and decisions, you know? And so, yeah, yeah, I think that um, being open minded, being open spiritually to tapping into yourself, meditate, uh, meditation is so important, not even just meditating, but I actually was watching this video on YouTube. I love YouTube so much. And YouTube, again, pay me, I swear, all these people need to pay me because I endorse their shit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I was watching this video on YouTube that was talking about uh, manifestation and even like, how sometimes people get stuck in, in manifestation because they can't visualize something too. Um, And I don't remember the guy's name because it was just some random video I came across. And he was saying how you can even build your manifestation or your visualization like muscle. You know what I mean? Like, like we talked about this in terms of me saying how, like, when you're man, when you're, I'm sorry, not manifesting. (laughs) Well, yes, manifesting. But when you're like meditating, I was going to say meditating. It's the wine, y'all. I can't. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Get it together. I know. God. Um, 
so when you're meditating and like you're trying to do like visualization of like your mind's eye and stuff and I talked about a blue ball and Jessica got really nasty in terms of that um right she's laughing I can't (laughs) (laughs) wow we're going back to that um so yeah so like when you're visualizing things a lot of people like there's he he gave out numbers in terms of percentages of like oh this amount of people are able to actually visualize certain things but that's irrelevant but i will say you can actually build upon that so like say you're trying to visualize a ball right and so say you can't necessarily originally visualize a ball and you're trying to meditate and visualize the life that you want or whatever so what you can do in your awake conscious world is to see things like a car, you know, like my favorite car, the car that I've always said that I wanted is a G wagon and it's black and matte. And whenever I see that G wagon with black matte paint and like shiny black rims, I'm like, hell yeah. I've seen the actual car that I've wanted maybe like a handful of times, like actual five times. I mean, I see G wagons all over LA all of the time, but realistically, like the actual exact car that I want, the same color, everything. So what I try to do is if I actually see a G wagon, you know, I'll say that would be even more beautiful if it was in black and matte in my conscious mind. So I'm seeing that with my eye, you know, consciously. So say, I'm trying to manifest the G-Wagon in my meditation. So in my conscious mind, I'm seeing that G-Wagon and you like kind of look at the details and you think about what exactly it is while you're looking at it. Take all of that stuff into your meditation when you're thinking about it in your mind's eyes. So you're looking at the details and you're like, oh yes, I remember it was like this and this would kind of be the texture. This is how things would look. It's like you start to get a little bit more information and you can kind of build on that muscle more and more and more from your conscious mind into your subconscious mind. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and, and just practice even just being in your, practice your intuition. I mean, it's all, I think, the same energy of meditation, intuition. Yes. It's like on the spectrum of the same energy. So start practicing it. I mean, we see codes all day long, but like mm-hmm. notice what you're, when you see like 1111 or 222 or 333, Notice what your thoughts were. Notice what you yes. were doing at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, or how you were feeling. Yeah, and how you were feeling and, and start to notice synchronicities and start to mm-hmm. operate from your soul. Start to operate from your heart, not just, you know, what's in this physical world. Okay, we're, we know what the color red looks like. We know what right. our house looks like. Great. Like, we don't need to spend so much time, you know, operating only from, you know, one dimension and you can say right. three in this case, but it's really right. one dimension because you're literally on autopilot. Mm-hmm. But like break free from that. And the best way to break free for me, I think, is to, t- is to meditate for like five minutes outside of, close your eyes. I mean, that's literally shutting off, you know, your visual eyes and turning on your inner eyes so that you can start to hear. Another thing, and I've, we talked about my friend Joey, who's a medium, he's been noticing the theme a lot of our need to when we're praying or we're meditating to shut up like Mm, to stop mm -hmm. talking to stop saying what we want and to just be so that you can actually hear so you can actually listen it's not for you to just get it's for you to receive and to receive information and downloads that you're tapping into and not i want this i want that literally like you're bombarded it's like if you're talking to you you and i are talking and so or someone's talking to you nonstop. And you can't get a word in edgewise to kind of share at all. The universe mm-hmm. is the same way. They're not going to be interested. It's mm-hmm. not going to want to listen to you any more than you would want to listen to you Like mm-hmm. after a exactly. while. Mm-hmm. So. It's funny that you say that because for the last three nights, I've been waking up at 530 on the dot. And so this morning when I woke up, I was like, okay, what is it that you're trying to tell me? Mm. Because I feel like you're trying to tell me something. Cause obviously like I'm aware, like three, third, third night in a row. And it's like, I'll just randomly wake up. Also woke up. Uh, I think it was last night too. I woke up at 11, 11 on the dot, mm. like on the dot. Like I woke up, opened my eyes, grabbed my phone and it said 11, 11. So it's like, what time is it? I hadn't turned off my light, nothing. Like I just randomly fell asleep and like, 
I was like, okay, interesting. And so I kind of like did this little like meditation before I went to sleep to kind of set my intentions for my sleep. But then I woke up again at 5.30 on the dot again. And I was like, all right, what is it you're trying to teach me? Or what is it you're trying to let me know? And so I I feel like I kind of got that message today for myself. Um, Because I I just started getting these random thoughts of like things for me to like look up, think about all that stuff. And Mm. so I just went into that. And then it's funny, like I, I put on this subconscious program meditation so I could drift back off into sleep. But I had the craziest dream. It, was cra- it wasn't crazy. It was like very in alignment. But it was just like so interesting. But yeah, you got to pay attention because your soul is talking to you all the oh, time. Yeah. You just got to shut up and listen. And you don't want it to make you listen. You want to like let it be a very gentle whisper. Yes. Like I think Oprah said this. It's like. Be aware of your spirit or be aware of the universe when it's ta- when it's trying to talk to you and speak to you uh, because you want to hear it when it's just a soft, gentle whisper. Yes. You, you want to catch it yes. then, you know, and that's my girl, Oprah. Y'all know at some point in my life real soon, me and that girl going to be working together. I'm just putting it out there for y'all. Um, <laughs> just saying. So she says that all the time, like catch it when it's a gentle whisper, because when it gets loud. It's always going to be loud. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And there's no, no way that you can ignore it at that point. Oh, when it screams, that's when your life is in chaos. Like Like, when I was talking about being dragged. Yeah. Try and push it, especially right now. Like you've had, we've had, listen, you know, and I, and I, you know, sympathize with people that were raised in a way that had them not be able to think outside of a box. But for the past, you know, I really do. But we, there's so much information now. And so there's really no excuse for right. you to not be able to do some sort of a research. If you can't, you know, you don't have the tools yet to tap in on your own. Just like Jermaine was saying, there's so many books and YouTube channels and podcasts. There's, there's a plethora of information out there. Right. Until the you internet can- is not censored. Yeah, yeah, and you can develop yes, yourself. Right. You can like, develop yourself enough though that now you're the author of those books. Now you mm-hmm. are um leading those workshops and hosting those podcasts because that's ultimately the goal is for yes. you to then leave. That's the thing that religion doesn't do. It doesn't really right. allow you to graduate ever. You just no. keep being in a cycle of like reliving of high school or elementary school and, over and over yeah, again. It, I think re- religion leads you to be reliant on going to an institution or going to a pastor or to something in order to connect with God or and like, or right. Like for me, I'm like, no, like I don't need to go to church. Like I have church every day. I have church every morning. I open my eyes. Like I, my level of like, thank you and setting myself into gratitude and all of that. And like putting myself in a great mood because I'm so thankful and happy to be alive. Like that's church to me. When I, when I give back to people, like, you know, like I see a homeless person and I try to help them. That's me paying my tithes. I don't need to send, give my money to an institution in order to pay my tithes or be a good person, you know? Yeah, exactly. I spread it in the world. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, it's, you know, not to knock anybody's, I think everything is a good start. You know what I mean? I think that. Um, if for some people that's what they require. And I think that eventually you should, ju- you should graduate, you should graduate. I mean, you don't keep, you don't continue to recycle through high school for 50 years. You don't continue mm. to, to learn the same story over and over again and notice that mm. the world's not getting any better because of that story. That's great. Right. We know it. We've been knowing it for 2000 years. When is it going to, when is it going to evolve? When is it going to start manifesting in the world that the world is being changed by it? Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, I love it. And I think that has to do with, so I would say we talked about this, like, um, obviously the, I would say the 2019, we talked about it in terms of like, you know, you digging deep and like kind of sitting still with your shadow self. Um, But I think 2020 has forced us Mm. to kill our old persona, yes, you know, whoever, whatever it is that you thought you were or whoever it is that you thought you were supposed to be, you need to think and imagine much greater beyond that. Yeah. Because it's, it's not, it's either not big enough 
or you were playing like, yeah, I'll just say it's not big enough. You're playing small and you need to not play small anymore. You know? Yeah. Like I've definitely played small in my life and I'm no longer willing to do that in terms of anything, be it work, be it with relationships, friendships, all of that. If, if for whatever reason, somebody makes me feel like I need to put myself in a box, I don't feel comfortable in that situation. You know, like if I can't fully express myself without worrying if it's going to bother you or if this is going to like like a relationship, for example, like if I'm dating someone, if I can't fully express myself or fully be myself, then I have where I feel like I am in my life now. And this is what I've had to kill and like have a death of my old persona is that no longer keeping the peace, you know, no longer kind of shutting myself up up or putting myself in a box in order to keep the peace, you know, yeah. like, no, it's not about just keeping the peace. It's about being my full authentic self as well. So peace is nice, but if it comes with the price of me suppressing who I really am, then I really don't have peace. Right. You know? Yeah. And we're fully supported right now um, mm-hmm. with, you know, that's why, you know, we talked about it last year a little bit, but that's why a lot of soul families come in. It's why a lot of people you'll, you'll run into and you're like, oh my God, I have this deep love for them or this deep connection right. with them. And I don't know why, like, um, because you're fully, no, but I'm saying, um, <laughs> well, you know, you've seen, like, I've run into people at concerts at anywhere and I just somehow yeah. attract this one person Same. that's left, Always. you know, on this alien mm-hmm. shit the weird people i we all we we it's like me you and then i have another friend too it's like no matter where we go we always run into like the quote unquote weirdos that <laughs> are way off on some other shit that are talking about aliens and we're like oh my god this is amazing happens to you all the time it happens to me all the time like i feel like you're definitely in full alignment when you know you start gravitating towards people who are very like-minded always exactly Exactly. And another thing, this is another thing that we want to talk about. And then I, I know we both noticed um, mm-hmm. is how important it is to make powerful choices right now. Like yes. there really yes, is yes. no gray area. Yes. There's no shortcuts. None You're not going to get around it. You're not going to avoid it. You Mm-mm. cannot be on the fence about it. Like you really have to live full out. You really have to choose you. You really do have to tap in and connect to yourself, if nothing else, even if you don't believe in like, a God or a universe or whatever, connect with yourself on the deepest level possible. Right. Um, because that's how the universe knows how to support you. If you're not making a clear cut decision, then the universe doesn't know how to support you. Or if you're contradicting or counteracting what it is that you're saying you want to create, because mm. as soon as you proclaim it, you also create a fear that neutralizes what you proclaimed, then the universe, mm-hmm. you know, it's null and void. The universe does right. not know how and to support you. Right, and we've talked about this. Yes. Yeah. And now it's especially, like... We've talked about this, especially in terms of relationships. Yes. But I mean, mm-hmm. in every area of your life, like it's so important. Like if there were things that you were like, I need to get out of this relationship, but I'm waiting for them to break up with me, or I'm waiting for that argument mm-hmm. to give me an easy mm-hmm. way out, or I'm waiting nope. for another job to come up so that I can mm-hmm. let go of this one. Leave or, this one. You know, or I'm waiting to go to the doctor. Whatever it is that you right. feel deep down inside, you know that you should be doing or moving towards you mm-hmm. must do it like right now. Right. Little, you got to do it. Right. I could actually say, and I mean, I didn't actually get permission to say this, but I will say someone I know, I'll just say someone I know, I won't say who it is, um, has been working a, a job for the last couple of years and they were hating it very much so. And that person decided like, I, I'm like, it was stressing them out. It was making them almost sick, like all of that stuff. And she decided, she was like, I can't do this anymore. And she didn't have a fallback plan. So she just said, you know what? I'm, I got to go. I can't do this anymore. So she quit. Yeah. She quit and she left and she's happy about her decision. And the thing is, she has a, a plan in terms of like how to continue to sustain herself in terms of like, well, maybe I can freelance and do this and do that. But like in terms of another job, no. And that's not like that person at all whatsoever. That person is very like, got to have things in a ducks in a row, all that stuff. It was like, nope. I can't do this anymore. I need to stand in my truth of not being in this toxic ass shit anymore. Got to go by. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I have a friend that did the same too. And I'm so proud of her. And this is, you same. know, you have that thing, you mm-hmm. teach what it is you're here to learn. So these are things that I haven't even fully mastered, but I know it's the truth. Like 
these are things that every time I operate from that place of connectivity and mm. powerful choosing, mm-hmm. things that I can't see or that I could have foretold, there's they open up other doors. That's another thing about it. It's like you not wanting to leave a relationship, you have no idea how that's connected to maybe a job down the line. Had you left, it would right. have put you in this one position or this city at this time that you wouldn't have been in. Right. Because, or, you know, not, or you are at a job. Or even the actual fucking love of your life. Shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you're in a dead end ass relationship, you literally not leaving that relationship or not moving. Say you guys live together and you were in another state than you were originally from. Maybe you were supposed to move back home and then you were supposed to run into somebody at a local coffee shop. And that is the fucking love of your goddamn life. And bitch, you still in this dead end relationship of somebody that's treating, giving you crumbs, treating you like shit. And you won't leave. You waiting for them to do it? Bruh. Yeah. You just, you just never, I mean, there's, it opens up. I can't even say, I mean, I left a relationship like a decade ago. And when Mm. I, I knew it was the right thing at that time. But I can't, when I look back at this last 10 years, I know that in that, the energy of that relationship, I wouldn't have done any of it. I can't even say a little bit. Mm. I wouldn't have done any of it. I wouldn't have traveled. I wouldn't have been, you know, done a lot of the radio, the hosting stuff that I was able yeah. to do. Um, just be, even the, you know, the less factor that I did, just little things that I got to do to just kind of stretch myself. Um, mm. I just would not have been able to do. And so my first and foremost, before a relationship, our lives should be fruitful. I want to have the most fruitful life that I can and experience as much as I can. And that relationship should amplify that and should hold space for that. And, and, Mm -hmm. and it should hold space for that other person too. Otherwise, why do it? I mean, right. I mean, well, realistically you should be too, like you said, it should be fruitful. You should be fruitful on your own. That person should be fruitful on their own. And we don't necessarily mean like, Making millions and right. millions of fucking dollars. Mm. We're not talking about that. I'm talking about whole, happy, healed, independent, healing. healed, healing, working on your own personal shit to uplift yourself. You know, like, I I mean, for me, obviously, y'all know I'm single as fuck. But, like, I am such a person of, I don't like to feel like, I don't know how to put this in a really nice way. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I should just say it. Fuck it. Like, I'm very independent. You know what I mean? Like, I love to do my own thing. I don't want to feel smothered. You know? I just don't want to feel smothered. Don't smother me. I got a lot of shit going on for myself. I'm doing this podcast. Like, I write. Like, your girl's a full-time fucking model who's gone, like, pretty much every other week or every week in terms of working. And I'm doing all this other shit on top of that, too. I don't want somebody making me feel like I'm wrong for elevating myself or choosing to go after things that I'm passionate about. Right. That person should be over there being my biggest fucking cheerleader. Cause I'm gonna be your biggest cheerleader too, you know, but I also am the type of person that will 120%. I don't want to say like, you know, that's why I didn't want to say smothering. Cause I feel like that sounds so bad. I am very much, if I'm dating someone, I am very much about my relationship. Like that's my Taurus way. We are about when we're in it, we're in it, you know? Um, and I give ample time, effort, and energy to my relationship just as much as I do to other things. Um, but you both should be doing that at the same time. It can't just be one or the other. It has to be both people fuel, fueling the relationship, you know, as well as fueling themselves, Yeah. you know, but you have to stand on your own in a strong, independent, loving, self-aware power to be able to pour all that amazing energy into a situation that will be able to thrive, you know? Yeah. Nobody, none of us should, nobody's a possession. We shouldn't be over here trying to own a soul that God of the universe Mm -hmm. created. I want you, I want everybody on the planet to just live fully in their truth and in their purpose Mm -hmm. first and foremost, before you're in a, in a relationship. And so if you can't support somebody in doing that, like, please leave them alone. I'm asking you for the rest of humanity and the rest of the planet to please leave them alone. Like, you know what I mean? And I will even say on the reverse of that, like if you're not ready to even pour into a relationship (laughs) because you're not whole and happy and have all your shit together, et cetera. And you just feel like, well, I'm only going to give this relationship some breadcrumbs versus giving it, giving it myself. Yeah. 
then you ain't ready for it either. Bench yourself. Bench your fucking self, you know? Yeah. Because I'm a person that loves my work. I love what I do. I'm a passionate person. I have so many activities and things outside of a relationship. Um, But when I tell you, like, I am best in my relationships. If somebody is breadcrumbing me, I'm ready to go. (laughs) That's real. Um, But again, that's, you know, we moved into the thing that we said of not taking less than we deserve and making Mm -hmm. powerful choices that are in alignment with your greatest good. And yep. That I mean, that just doesn't look like accepting breadcrumb. That's not a, an abundant relationship. And you want to be, no. in, if you want to be in the energy of abundant in your career, then everything right. has to match that. So if your relationship, yes. someone's not pouring into you, then you have a deficit and there's some, there's a depreciation yes. there. So you have to make sure mm-hmm. that everything is in alignment with what it is you're trying to create. And if it can't be, then let that go and don't participate in it because it's not fueling you. You know what I mean? Agreed. It's not efficient energy. It's not efficient fuel. So don't put that Agreed. shit in your car. <laughs> oh, she said shit, y'all. Uh-oh. Oh, shoot. You know, I'm the one who's always over here cussing. <laughs> so I'm just saying. Let yeah, don't put it. that shit in your car. <laughs> right. It's going to break down eventually. Right? I mean, it is because it has no choice to. Like, cars run off of gasoline or electricity because, you know, you have like your electric car and you have to plug them in. Right. And you can't just keep driving and driving on no energy right. or no fuel. Or bad fuel. Right. You, if that's, there's a that's reason why it. you have like luxury cars that can only have premium. Right. Keep premium. putting unleaded in there. I'm a luxury car, bitch. <laughs> okay. So you better put some motherfucking premium in this gas tank. Gonna, you mess around and mess up your engine. No, my engine is thriving. So I, you can't be putting no, no cheap gas. I'm over here like, don't worry. I'll wait. Like gone and passed the UI. <laughs> right. I'll wait. It's fine. And I have girl. Going, I'm like right? that too. Like. You have, but see, I love it because your ass is over here doing the most. What? It's so great. Oh, wow. But like in a good way, I love it. It's so great. <laughs> You're doing the most. You're dating this girl. Ow. Like it's so bad. What? I said, ow. Oh, I was like, I thought you said how. Oh. I was like, what do you mean how? You're just doing it. You're doing it. And doing it well. Doing it and doing it and doing it well. <laughs> doing it and yeah. doing it and doing it well. Represent Queen. She was raised out in Brooklyn. And <laughs> all right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't really have anything else to say. I just feel like we're in this shift. We're in this new energy of this year of like, if you haven't fully stepped into your power, you're going to continue to get dragged. We understand that. Yeah. And number two, you have to make powerful choices. You know, it's like first stand in your power, then start making powerful yes. choices that are in alignment with you standing in your mm. power, you know? And like Jessica said, no deficits, yeah. you know? So if you're, if you have people breadcrumbing you, whether it's a friendship or a relationship or a job or whatever it is, and you know, full out, like say you're working a job and you know, full out, that that is not what you want to do and you get up and go to that job every single day and you're miserable as fuck and you hate going, you need to figure out a way to where you don't do that anymore because you are living, like Jessica said, in a deficit. (laughs) And you are not standing in your power. So if you want to live full out of this 2020 energy and be thriving and shit, then you got to step fully into that. Period. Powerful choice. Powerful choice. No gray area. Don't just be like, dipping your toe in and I said this I said this last year I said don't dip your fucking toe in jump in the motherfucking water don't be a toe dipper TB stands for tuberculosis (laughs) (laughs) or TD toe dip toe dip oh my bad Um, (laughs) (laughs) don't be a toe dipper don't be a toe but yeah and also you know what I did for a long time is like when I had my podcast and I was in a nine to five job, like trying to get to a certain level. I supplemented, I did all of the things that I still wanted to do. Like I Mm -hmm. still, um, you know, self-published a book. I still uh, had a podcast for four and a half years. I still meditated, like do the things until you get, like a lot of people think 
it's almost you become overwhelmed because I have to have this before I have that. Well, you can supplement it. You can mm. start working on your podcast. You can start working on the book that you want. You can start creating the jewelry right. that you want on the side, or you can start researching yes. it, researching it, or you can go to meetups about it. Start so that the universe knows how to respond to you and knows how to support you. Start putting yourself in those environments that are conducive 100%. with creating that. So I and like I, I have family members too that it's like they plan. Everything is a plan. It's like, dude, you've been planning for a decade. When you just jump in and right. clean the edges later, you know? Yeah, because sometimes, especially in terms of something, you can't all you can plan for something all you want. Like school, like I think that's what we have disconnected so much is that school has taught us that to, to yes. in order to go to be something, you have to go to yeah. school, right? So in order to do that, you have to like prepare and plan and all this stuff. But sometimes you learn because actually, so for example, like say you're a hairstylist, you know, because I actually do have my own cosmetology license. Um, I'll use myself in, as an example. You learn certain things in school. It's mostly about hygiene and basic information. But in order to be an actual amazing stylist, to be working with different like clients and maybe you want to work with celebrities, whatever, you got to have experience. And so you can't just keep going to school. Right. Mm. When are you going to get your actual experience on the job, like jumping in there, yeah. jumping into your field, mm. meeting people, putting yourself in the right position in order to be blessed of the things that you want? You know, you can't sit here and just be prepping and planning yeah, for the rest in the of game. your life. Get, get in the, the game. motherfucking game. Get in the game and stay in you the know? ring, man. But also know when to binge yourself. Yes. If you're not ready. <laughs> We talked about that too. If you're not ready, that's fine. You're making a powerful choice saying, I am not ready. What I need to do right now is to heal so that I can be whole, happy, and stand in my motherfucking power. And then when I am ready, I'm going to get in the motherfucking game. Yeah. I'm not dipping my toe no more. I'm jumping yeah. right in. And proactively heal. And like, don't just, mm -hmm. don't just abstain from relationships or whatever it is. Um, and, and not just romantic relationships, but a lot of times you're like, oh, I'm healing. So I just need to abstain. No. No, 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 no. Don't right. just abstain. What are you also doing action-wise right. to, um, to boost your healing? Like, what are you mm -hmm. doing, like, actively to actually sustain that space of healing? I feel like she's talking about me. No, I, I mean, I'm because I've done it. You know what I mean? I know. It's fine. It's no, fine. I've done I'm it. I'm doing but, it. Don't be judging No, me. I have many people that, that I feel like just remove themselves from the world and think that that's actually healing. Well, what happens when now you have no foundation, when you go back into the world two months later or two years later, whatever it is, you didn't create anything for yourself to, to, to mm -hmm. um, reference back to in regards to your healing. True. You can't tap back in and say, there's, there's a space within me that already knows how to do this. So yes, this just mm -hmm. triggered me, but I know exactly what to do or where to go within my own self to create a space right. of healing right now or, or to transmute this energy um, into one that's of peace. So like a lot of time, I mean, I have a day job too, right? And then I'm also in real estate. So there's a lot of things that can trigger you. You're dealing with a lot of money. You're dealing mm -hmm. with people. Right. And so you right. have to stay in, and, and it's important for you. You owe it to yourself to maintain a level of peace. If that feels good to you. I feel like for a lot of people, peace doesn't feel good. I, I realize that. I think for some people, mm. that's not their happiness. For me, happiness equals being at peace. And for some people, it's Same. chaos. It just is. That's my observation as a human. Like I yeah. think a lot of times we think, mm. oh, everybody's happiness looks the same. No, it doesn't. So it will chaos. Always having to be moving, always having to think for things to be chaotic is a trauma response. So you have to realize that that comes from somewhere. Yeah. Some sort of trauma that you've experienced in your past or your childhood um, that has caused you to be in that avoidant mindset of not being able to slow down and be peaceful. Right. And do the work mm -hmm. to maintain and yes. to, to build those muscles of, of yes. peace. Yes. I thought you were talking about no. me because I was like, wait a minute. No. I'm doing things. I'm making no, moves. No, <laughs> no, I'm talking about. I'm making money. I'm moves. totally talking in general and just me observing the world and also mm -hmm. going through it myself. I'm just saying that you have to, because um, I refer, you know that I hermit all the time, but I'm not just hermiting. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not me just sitting here, like, oh, I just need to be away from people. You know what I mean? It's actually right. me tapping back in with myself. I love myself. We right. know that we love you. We love our own energy. You have to, um, mm -hmm. but you, but to get to that place, you have to sit with yourself and then you have to, once you right. are comfortable with that, start to like delve deeper, start to, you know, you're not around other people. So you can practice with yourself. Like, you know, looking right. at your shadow. Get to aspects. know yourself. Yeah. Get to know you. It's all right. Yes. Cry, vent, scream, do what you got to yes. do. 
yeah. all of it. All right. Because we've said this even too in the relationship episode that even if in terms of a relationship, but not even just in terms of a relationship, in terms of life, you have to be whole, happy and healed all on your yeah. own, you know, because that's what you bring into your, your you, when you bring that energy into anything, be it like a job, be it a relationship with the partner, be it with your friends, be it with your family, everything automatically thrives because you're coming at it from a place of peace. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. I have, okay, one quick thing before we go. Um, yeah, that, let's do that it. That is along those lines. So I have a, a sibling who like loves debating politics and and mm. he loves debating anything. And I've noticed over the years that he loves kind of, even if he doesn't agree with it, he just likes to argue. And I have a lot of folks <laughs> in the families actually like that. It's weird. Um, but they, mm. not weird, but I just noticed that. So for me, it can be a trigger because number one, I don't like to, I don't like the energy of someone arguing just to argue. Like, like, I don't like, like, why would you trigger somebody, especially someone you love? Just like, what do you get out of that? You know what I mean? And right. you're going to take a position against what you know to be true yourself just so that you can get that adrenaline. Um, just to, just get, to the get the reaction. Some people really like to see reaction. Yeah. People step out of their power and see that reaction because I think realistically, maybe not necessarily in terms of your brother, but I will say there are people out in the world that will provoke you that will push your buttons just yeah. to get a reaction out of you, just to see you lose your power so that they yeah. can take Ooh. it. We need to say that again. I've, I've been in, I mean, I will say it again. Like I, there are people in this world that are out here pushing your buttons to get a reaction out of you so that they can see you react, but also to take your power, yeah. to get you to step outside of yeah. your power so that they can take yeah. it, you know, because I've actually experienced that where people, and I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, yeah. You know, when I was conscious of it, I, I stopped reacting yeah. to it. Oh, that's exactly you know? right. And he's like 12 years older than me. And I just, you know, I've shut him down before. And I've just been like, hey, I'm not doing this. I know I, I completely mm. know what you're doing. I'm not willing to step in that ring with you. It's not resonant right. with my energy. I, this is a weekend. It's a Saturday. I'm down here visit, you know, visiting you guys, my family. And this is not how right. I want to spend it. So I just shut him down. And he just, okay. Like, you know what I mean? He, I think he was disappointed right. that I didn't give him the trigger, but that's something that you can kind of walk around. And if you don't want to participate in something, just neutralize it. Nope. I'm not willing to participate in that. You know what I mean? What, you don't have yeah. to even verbally say it, but even in the world, like we have so many institutions that I think trigger us, right? So many things that are not necessarily fair. Um, and we can talk about debt. We can talk about credit. We can talk about student loans. We can talk about the voting system, like all kinds of things. But try not to give those institutions your energy. That's what, really what they want. Because sometimes you, you look and you're like, because I used to think, how could they possibly want more money? They're, they're literally printing it and it's not backed by anything. So how could you want more money? That's not what they want. They want your worry about money. They want your worry about mm -hmm. the debt. That's your current C. Right. That's your current C. So that's what they're mm. taking from you, not the money. They have way more money than your little $100 or your little $10,000 or your million dollars. They have way more money than that. They're printing it arbitrarily. Right. They want your energy behind it. They want all of your worry, mm -hmm. all your doubt, all of your stress that you get because of it. Now you're participating in the energy that they exist on. That feeds mm. them. So don't feed it. If you get a bill in the mail, laugh. Put some music on that makes you happy. Go get some wine. Go talk to a friend. Like, counteract that energy. Do not feed it. That's the last thing I can leave on. Yeah, I dig it. I love it. It's great. It's a great thing to leave off on. Yay, yay. Doosh, doosh, doosh. <laughs> Stand in your motherfucking yes, power. Make powerful choices. Lend your energy to universal banks that are worthy of your energetic deposits. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Did you hear that? Did. did you hear that? Oh, see, I'm a practicing girl, I'm a practicing. building those muscles. I'm saying, <laughs> yo, I'm also going out our game this week, but that's all I'm saying. Yeah, okay, bye. We're done. <laughs> Recap next week on that. All right. Yeah, I mean, I'm just stepping out into my power. Yes. You know, your girl's I ready, so she's out here doing okay. her thing. That's well, it. I love it, guys. If you have okay. any Thank questions you. about that. <laughs> About, about that, that in particular, that Jermaine tried to no. slide in, um, or anything that we <laughs> I ain't slide in nowhere. She might be 
slip and slide. Um, any questions about that or anything that we talked about on the show or you have any suggestions, mm. feel free to hit us up at Ascended Queens on the gram. And yes. yeah, thank you so much for listening. You, you can find both yes. of our Instagrams there too. Follow us, DM us with your questions, share it, like it, share it, subscribe yes, it. Always. Don't make me have to do the disclaimer again because y'all know what to do. This is for entertainment purposes. If it don't resonate with you, then just let it yep. go. Okay. We ain't medical professionals. If you need help, please go get some help because it is out there for you. And we love you in general. Yes. Smooches. Yes. <laughs> See y'all next time.